Hi, this is David. Welcome to the Stream of David. Today we're going to talk about some of the tragic events that have happened recently. While I do my best to limit my intake of news media, I find it very difficult to escape the almost weekly news of some new tragic event in our world. And I certainly understand why, at this time, many of you think that the velocity and the frequency of these tragedies have increased. In the United States alone, in the past few weeks, we've seen a major mass shooting in Las Vegas, significant hurricanes in Texas, Florida, and Puerto Rico, and massive fires in Northern California, very close to my home. And of course, the ongoing negativity in our politics. And I'm aware that we have listeners to this podcast in Europe, Asia, Africa, and Australia. And I'm certain that you're aware of some of this in the United States, as well as an increased momentum in your own country. My human perspective is the same as yours. Seeing other people lose their lives at the hands of a terrorist, or losing their lives, loved ones, or homes due to a natural disaster, or in the case of fires, one that is potentially set by humans on purpose, I can find these things quite disturbing, as I'm sure you do. And while I feel sadness for all of those impacted by these events, I also feel a sense of responsibility not to bring these types of events into my life. And since we all share, or likely share, the same human perspective of these types of events, I'm going to quiet my mind, bring the stream in, and allow them to speak directly to you from their perspective. I believe this will be very helpful to all of you. We'll be right back. We are here, David. David has asked us to come today and speak to you directly about events that you perceive as tragic. We refer to your perception because from our perspective, there is no right or wrong. You see, you all came to be free, to experience joy, and to place obstacles in your path for the joy of overcoming them. Many of these obstacles are small, and others, from your perception, are quite large and impossible to overcome. Before we get into this topic, we want to remind you that you could not and would not place an obstacle in your path that you cannot also overcome. We also want to remind you that your vibration or your emotion, which is essentially the same thing, exists on a spiral. This of course is a vibrational spiral with the top of the spiral being positive and the bottom of the spiral being negative. And your vibration or emotional state 
is like a ring on this spiral. You can allow your vibration or your emotion to spiral up or to spiral down. And the obstacles that you have placed in your path, and you place all of them, sometimes cause your vibration to spiral down. This downward spiral is always your choice, for you have the power to control it at all times. When you are in your completed state, meaning that you are not physically manifested, that which you call dead, you have access to infinite wisdom. You understand that your projection into manifested physical form is something that you do over and over and over again, eternally, and that this is your choice. And even though in your non-physical completed state, you are existing in eternal wisdom and in a state of pure joy, there is very little negative impacting you in that state. And therefore, there is very little growth or expansion in that state. And if you are listening to this message, you are currently manifested in physical form. And that is because you wanted very much to come here and have this physical existence with all of the positive and all of the negative that goes along with that. You were very aware of the conditions of your planet when you chose to project yourself here and manifest physically. Therefore, you did not come here to live in a utopian environment. You came fully aware of the polarity that exists, that without negative, there would be no positive. For positive is very powerful, and the negative pulling back on the positive expansion is what keeps the positive energy from spiraling out of control. If you give this much thought at all, you will come to realize that out of control, positive expansion would create a vortex and ultimately consume itself, and this universe would cease to be. To place this in simpler, more human-focused terms, think of your celebrities, the ones that seemingly have everything you could possibly desire as a human being, and think of the very public ways they often place obstacles in their own paths and seemingly damage their perfect existence. Polarity is the perfection of the design of your universe. And if you look at your history, you will note that positive always prevails. But that positive is driven by a very strong desire that was produced by a negative event or circumstance. You experience hunger. You see those dying of starvation. And you create ways over time to end that hunger. You see natural disasters, you as humans will immediately begin to think of ways to either control the natural disasters or deal with them more efficiently. You see mass killings, 
you immediately begin to comprise ways to control these. Of course, as with all manifestations, there is a gestation period for the solution, for the manifestation of the positive that is desired. And we understand your desire for immediate gratification. But from our perspective, our broad view, which you are part of when you are in your completed state, we understand that this life that you are living, from our perspective, is very much like one of your video games. Characters play, they often die, and you simply hit the reset button. They spring back to life and do it all over again. From our perspective, this is what your time here on planet Earth is like. For you come here, you play, ultimately you will die, and you will hit the reset button and come and do it all over again. From our perspective, this resetting is very easy. You have done it eternally, for there is no beginning and no end to your existence as there is no beginning and no end to our existence. Physical manifestation drives your growth and powers the growth of the universe. And in your physically manifested form, there are any number of things that can cease your existence in a moment's notice. Of course, you always place these things in your path via your projected thought. One who is intending safety and is not thinking about mass killings will not be the victim of a mass killing. You cannot be party to something that you are not a vibrational match to. For those impacted by these types of events, that is very difficult to hear. For very few wish to be impacted by a mass killing. But through fear or focus upon, they became a vibrational match to their event. And for those that return to their completed state, their consciousness comes to understand almost immediately why this event occurred and how they can, as we've said, hit the reset button and return and do it all over again. And we promise you that you very much desire to play this game over and over again if you were here, physically manifested on Earth, listening to this through your device right now. Other than the number of casualties in a mass killing, the only real difference in a mass shooting or natural disaster or man-made event that caused the demise of a number of people is the fact that it is broadcast as news and much attention is placed upon it. You say that it is tragic that it didn't have to be. But we are here to tell you that your demise, your return to a completed state, is always your creation. Some consume too much information about the occurrences in others' lives. This instills fear, and they end up projecting this type of event upon themselves. Others focus their attention in the same way on illness. Watch the teaser for the evening local news. Inevitably, you will hear that someone is sick or unsafe. And if you don't tune in, you're not going to find out how this is also going to happen to you. Your news, your sharing on social media, your discussion 
in groups cause far more death and destruction than disease, mass killings, or natural disasters. For these are all a result of momentum created around those topics. And that momentum is fueled by your focus upon them. You all exist in your own bubble of reality. Two of you can live adjacent to one another, have very similar jobs, incomes, and backgrounds, yet have very different points of view on a number of topics. Some of you are often astounded at those that disagree with you. How can they not share your very intelligent point of view? We promise you that there is no right or wrong and that your point of view was very much impacted from your early childhood beliefs and the things that you have chosen to allow into your bubble. For your focus and your point of view are always your choice. One can focus on tragedy after tragedy and bring unwanted events under themselves while their neighbor focuses on what they want as opposed to what they do not want and leads a joyful, intentionally focused life. We will also tell you that living in a constant state of joy, always getting everything that you desire, will grow tiresome and you will become bored. From our perspective, tedium and boredom are the leading causes of your demise. Of course, this is perfectly fine, as there is no right or wrong, and you did not intend to come here and live forever on this planet in your current manifested form. You chose to manifest into a specific time and place, and in your early years, you were very much part of your current time. This is why a young child can pull a device out of his grandmother's purse and teach her how to use it. As you grow older, many of you become more and more disconnected from the world around you, and your stream consciousness develops a desire to return to its completed state. This is the natural order of your universe. As we said, you did not intend to come here and stay here eternally. And knowing that you can project here any time, for any length of time, return to completion, and come back again and again and again, surely you must find some comfort in the delicate nature of your physically manifested existence. From that perspective, you must see that there is no real tragedy in one's untimely demise, for it was not untimely at all. What you perceive as the negative event that led to your loved one's demise was nothing more than a minor bump in the road that facilitated their return to their completed state as they truly desired. Now, many of you will say that the one who died could not possibly have chosen this path, for they had loved ones who cared very deeply for them, who missed them very much. Perhaps they have children that were depending upon them, 
Perhaps they left behind what you consider a very desirable life. And we understand your perspective. However, you must accept that you do not know what is going on in someone else's mind. And most of you are unable to read another's vibration. And though some of you are certainly able to read another's vibration, it is rare for you to be tuned into another's vibration on that level consistently. And for those of you that do practice reading others' vibrations, we know that you know exactly what we speak of, or you have likely read one whose vibration is directed toward danger, who sure enough became a victim of something in the vibrational realm of their fear. One who is focused on a terrorist act perpetrated by someone from a seemingly exotic faraway land. And if enough momentum is built within them around this topic, they may very well find themselves a victim of violence perpetrated instead by one who is very much like them, perhaps in their own backyard. This victim, as you say, was not looking for their own demise. As you say, they had everything going for them. They had loved ones. They were healthy. They had a good job and a happy life. But they allowed, likely from external sources, fear to enter their vibrational equation. And they absorbed story after story and as the telling of these events layered one upon the other, the momentum that led to the fear increased and they became a vibrational match to their unwanted event. Surely, you know by now, and if you do not, we are here to tell you that dwelling upon your greatest fear will only bring its manifestation. And the collective fear, the fear of many, adds great power and creates these unwanted events with more frequency, with greater velocity, and more of what you perceive of casualties. The collective focus upon the environment and its destruction upon terrorism, upon sickness, upon greed, and upon poverty, and many other things that you deem undesirable, only creates more. At this point, you may expect us to tell you that you should retreat to your bubbles, focus only upon yourselves and what is wanted, Stick your head in the sand, as they say. But this is not our message. For we know that positive always prevails. That your concern for these things will ultimately bring the solutions that you seek. Thus the joy of overcoming them. So do not be afraid 
to live your lives, but allow your bubble, your sphere of reality, to serve as a filter and do not spend time dwelling upon the problem, but rather focus on the solution. We promise that wallowing in self-pity, our entitlement, our living in fear of anything will not yield you positive results. If your desire is for a long, healthy, joyful, abundant life, then you must consistently focus your attention upon those things. Our guidance is for you to meditate daily, preferably first thing in the morning. Clear your mind, breathe, and achieve a place of neutrality. We call this the valley of your meditation, where your mind is empty of all thought and your vibration is increased. In time, you will feel the powerful energy of your stream connection flow through you. Savor this connection. Allow it to increase. Allow its velocity to increase over time. And as you come out of your meditation, set your intentions for the day. Set your intentions toward safety, toward abundance, toward excellent health, toward joy, toward whatever you wish for. This should be a daily practice. For due to the polarity of your universe, your spiral has both positive and negative ends, and there is a gravitational pull that will cause your placement, your vibrational or emotional placement on your spiral to spiral downward. This is the natural order of things. There will always be a degree of negative attraction that will pull your vibration down. Your job is to first understand that this is natural and to be expected and to catch your downward spiral in its early stages before the spiral is allowed to go too deep. And even though there is no depth that you cannot back your way out of, our preference is for you to quickly reach a place of neutrality. You do this by clearing your mind through meditation. We also want you to know that you can meditate anywhere. You do not have to be in a specific place or position. You do not need to have a mantra and you do not need to be taught how to meditate. You only need to be able to close your eyes, defocus on your surroundings, and breathe. Obviously, you need to be in a place of safety where you're not doing any other activity. But with those things addressed, you have the ability to stop and clear your mind at any time and stop the inevitable downward spiral. So now you have a better understanding of why what you perceive as negative occurs, why you should not be absorbing information about other people that does not affect you and is truly none of your business, and why your job is to focus on what you want. And you now have the tools, the very simple tools of how to get there. 
and understanding your vibrational nature and that you attract everything that comes your way gives you great power in controlling your life. Now, if you need to better understand why evil exists, that what you perceive as evil, why some turn into mass killers, why some don't care about your planet while others are trying to save it, and why natural disasters occur, we will discuss that as well. For the mass killers, as we have stated many times before, from our perspective, there is no right or wrong. That our universe is governed by polarity, that positive and negative will always coexist. Positive is and always will be more powerful than negative. That negative exists so that positive may also exist. And that all of you project into your physically manifested reality with a desire to be free, to experience joy, and to place obstacles in your paths. And while you all place obstacles in your paths from the point of conception, obviously some of you choose to place more than others. And those of you who chose to place more obstacles than others did so because of the expansion that overcoming those obstacles would accomplish. So you did it for the joy. But many of you forget that, for your lives are manifested by you. It is a co-creative vibrational experience with your parents. But from the moment that you're born, really even prior to that, you have the ability to discern preference and your life is nothing but a series of choices with the most important choice being how you react or respond to the obstacles that you've placed in your paths. Some come for what you perceive as a very brief amount of time and choose to return to their completed state at a very young age, sometimes prior to birth. This is always a choice. Yes, sometimes a co-creative choice between the mother and the consciousness of the fetus. But for those who are born and choose to progress, the choices that are made with each obstacle and the perspective that is developed is up to the individual External influences have only the degree of impact that is allowed, even at a very young age. And that which you perceive as evil often incubates over many, many years. And that individual becomes more and more disconnected with their stream. We promise you that any mass killer is not connected to their stream, is not existing in a higher vibration, that even though negative exists to fuel positive, that these individuals are very much existing primarily 
and a very low, what you would perceive as negative vibration. One who is truly connected to their stream, who has spiraled up the scale past the point of neutrality into positivity, would never choose to end the life of another. Even though it is a co-creative experience, it is not something that a stream-connected individual would care to partake in. So that which you perceive as evil has existed eternally. You can, through your collective consciousness, reduce the impact of negativity of these perceived negative individuals on your existence. And since positivity always prevails, you will. But they will never be extinguished completely. And if there ever comes a time that that which is perceived as negative ceases to exist, your universe will also cease to exist. Now moving on to the topic of your planet, we know that there is a lot of debate around this topic. We will tell you that your planet absolutely has a way of taking care of itself, that everything is vibrational, that positive always prevails, as we've said many times today on this recording. But it is true that your atmosphere is always in flux. That which you call climate change is always occurring. And to a degree, you have some control over this. Although we will tell you that to a degree, this science is also being misused at this moment to control your behavior. And that, as we've said, from our perspective, there is no right or wrong. There is certainly nothing wrong from our point of view with you changing the way you produce your energy. As you say, cleaning up your environment, taking better care of your planet. In our view, those are all positive things. And as long as your collective focus is directed toward a healthy, abundant planet, you will live on a healthy, abundant planet. The collective consciousness has the power to add momentum to the destructive forces that you perceive as natural, driven by the change in the climate of your planet. We are here to tell you that the collective consciousness toward your planet's destruction is far more damaging than any energy source that you can produce. So our guidance on this topic is to focus on solutions, to focus positively and not dwell on the potential destruction of your planet, for you do not hold that power. So clean up your energy, clean up your air, stop digging holes and putting garbage in your earth, if that's what you choose to do. But just know from our perspective, there's no right or wrong. Your planet will prevail and take care of itself. And do these things in joy, not in fear or anger, and you will find your results to be far more pleasing. And as for your weather patterns, as we have stated, they are always in flux. Your climate is always changing. Your impact on this is nil. But certainly, having a greater understanding of the patterns of weather on your planet can be helpful to you.
So our guidance is to stay connected to your stream, to us, through daily meditation. Step back and see the big picture. Understand our perspective. Your lives are delicate. You came here to be free, to seek joy, and to place obstacles in your path for the joy of overcoming them. We say that again and again and again because we realize that you need to be reminded of this almost every day. There is a lot of contrary or negative information coming toward you through your devices. Our guidance is to set these aside, reconnect with your natural state, and go out and live your lives in great joy, knowing that it is your choice to live in peace and abundance and safety or not. You have the power to do it all. And what's happening to another does not have to impact you. It is not something that you need to absorb and it is absolutely none of your business. We are here blending with this channel because there's great asking around these topics. We care about you very deeply and we want you to hear this message and we want you to understand it. We have said all that we really need to say on these topics here today. If you are not leaving with a clear comprehension, we suggest that you listen again, for our message comes in layers to many. And that is all we have on this topic. Hi everybody, it's David, I'm back. I just finished listening to the playback. I will tell you that I had this uh, sort of conversation with the stream early on, and I have understood this perspective for quite some time, and it has made this summer and early falls uh, numerous events far more palatable for me. I recall a few weeks ago when the Las Vegas uh, shooting occurred, I didn't even know about it. I wasn't aware of it uh, the next morning at all, because like I said, uh, I, I don't go onto Facebook. I don't really absorb any news of any type. I'm not sure what I was doing that morning, probably working on my book or something. So I didn't hear about it for quite some time. But when I finally did, of course, I did peek at the news. Uh, it's inevitable that you're going to see something about it. And of course, I felt the same sense of sadness and, and frustration that yet another one of these uh, tragic events has occurred. And of course, asked the question, why would someone choose to do something like this, that if they have that much anger, uh, why not just turn that anger inward and, and kill themselves rather than killing a, a bunch of other uh, innocent people? So I am still very much human, I understand the human perspective, but because of my blending with the stream, I get the broader perspective as well, which is why I choose to do these podcasts in the way that I do, where I speak and then I uh, quiet my mind and allow them to come through and speak. And then I take a pretty significant break and come back and give you some commentary on it at the end like this. But getting to the level of having source perspective, which we all have access to, that our lives are very delicate and that we can, uh, they can be ended at any moment. So we don't need to take things quite so seriously. And it also places into perspective our ability to manifest our desires. If we are existing in simulation, as Elon Musk has suggested, uh, if we are just characters in a video game that uh, can come back again and again and again as easily as hitting the reset button, it really does place this life in perspective. And I certainly understand why 
without negative, there would be no positive. Uh, surely you can all understand that as well. I think of Oprah Winfrey and the seemingly perfect life that she had while she had her very successful talk show. Certainly, uh, she was friends with anyone that she wanted to be friends with. She had all the money you could ever dream of having. She had success. She had this great talk show. From my vantage point, her life was going extremely well. And I was a bit perplexed when she decided to end that very successful run of her talk show and launch her own network. And here we are several years into it. And I don't know what her point of view is on her network, but I will tell you that I like her very much. And I've uh, flipped around the guide looking at her network and there's not a whole lot going on there at this time. So I don't know that if this network was her dream or if it's manifested at this point into what she dreamed of or not. But I will tell you that I am certain that she ended that show and made this change out of boredom on a much, much smaller scale. I have been there in my own life where everything was seemingly uh, going perfect. I really had everything kind of working for me. I had gotten this manifestation thing down and really had everything manifesting the way that I wanted it. And uh, I, I got bored. So that's why I started uh, working with channeling. Because once I believe you, you reach that place where you have the flow of income and you have the significant other that you want and you have the the friends and people and circumstances and trips and cars and clothes and all of that stuff. Again, I was by no means on Oprah's level and certainly not a billionaire, but I did have a lot of good things going for me and it became boring after a little while and I really needed to do something different. And I grew very dissatisfied with my work and really started to look toward something different. Uh, and that's when I started working with channeling. And that's why I started writing this book and, and producing these podcasts and doing all of these things uh, to disrupt my life a little bit simply because I was bored with my former life. So I do feel very privileged to have my blending with the stream. I feel very privileged to really get a firsthand look at their point of view, but they are certainly bearing all and holding nothing back and what they share here uh, on these podcasts. Uh, a few episodes ago, they made a statement that we say, I, I don't even remember what it was. I very rarely remember off the top of my head anything that they say, but from the playback, you know, that we talk about famine and flood and mass killings, and they say, easy come, easy go. Uh, I got a little bit of flack uh, via email about that statement, but, you know, I really let them come through unedited the way that they are, and they have to say what they have to say. And if they come off a bit uh, uncaring or arrogant sometimes, it's simply because they have a very different perspective than we do because they're not impacted by fear in, in the news media and things like that the way that we are. So I hope that you found today's episode helpful. I hope that uh, it, it brings some comfort and a different perspective to you. And I hope that their guidance on meditating and clearing and really focusing on what you want and not being afraid to mix it up, but knowing what level to do that. And that if you choose to mix it up, that you predetermine the amount of negativity you want to allow in so that you can have the experience of mixing it up without spiraling all the way down into a really low vibration where you do not want to exist. And certainly how to back out of that spiral, get back to a place of neutral and increase your vibration as high as you wish for it to go after that. I believe our vibrational spirals are fluid, uh, just like they said the climate is, is always in flux, I think is what they said. Uh, you know, our spiral 
isn't static at all. It's always moving up and down and our energy level, our vibrational level is constantly moving up and down. And it's very natural to hit some lows and you just have to know how to back your way out of that to get back to the highs. But if we lived in high vibration all the time, it would just become very, very boring and there would really be no point in our being here. And I do understand that, and I hope you do as well. I'm happy to discuss this or any of the topics that we've covered on these podcasts. You can email me at david at thestreamofdavid.com. You can certainly go onto the website, thestreamofdavid.com, and post on the blog. We are also on social media. We are on Instagram. Our Instagram handle is thestreamofdavid. We're on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at thestreamofdavid. And we are on Facebook at the stream of David. So there are lots of ways to follow the stream's message, to find us, and to certainly interact through comments. I hope you got something positive out of today's episode. I know it was a rather difficult topic to address. Last week's episode was regarding manifesting financial abundance, which was kind of a fun topic. Today's topic was certainly heavier than that. So next week, I think that we're going to take some requests uh, regarding manifesting the perfect mate. We are going to ask the stream to come in and comment on that. I'll give you a little bit of commentary of my own as well. And it will be certainly a lighter subject than today's was. So thank you all again for listening. Have a fantastic week.